0: Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio, and now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. Uh, I do want to take a minute or two to share some things that I've been learning and thinking about lately and I will do this every single week. Over the last few days, I've been reflecting on the importance of having a coach. Many guests on this show have indicated that their sex has been directly impacted by having the right coach in their lives to help them along in their journey. I can honestly say that when I've worked with a coach, it has been a positive experience for me as well. So let me ask, what areas of your life and business do you believe you need help with? The growth you will have in your business is correlated to the weakest skill set you have. Consider seeking out someone who has done the things you want to do in your business and then hire them. It will be the best thing you have done for your bottom line. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me tell you that you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free. A review would be fantastic as well. I would really appreciate that if you feel like it's worthy of it. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about my guest, because it is time to bring him on. His name is Matt Crane. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Matt Crane is a sales and marketing expert with over 10 years of professional experience. He has helped Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and entrepreneurs grow their sales and income by enhancing their processes, getting more attention, and becoming an authority in their particular fields of interest or expertise. In 2014, Matt stepped away from the corporate world and embarked on his entrepreneurial journey by creating a business mentoring, coaching, and training company called Matt Crane Enterprises. By starting a live stream video on Periscope in that same year with no audience, no email list, and no network, Matt dove headfirst into content creation and entrepreneurship. Since then, Matt has become a live streaming influencer, amassing over 100,000 followers across his platforms, and launched his highly popular podcast called The Power of Great in July of 2016, where he interviews some of the top leaders in business, entrepreneurship, and motivation – The Power of Great is one of the hottest podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio with over 150,000 downloads and boasting such guests as Grant Cardone, Jeffrey Gittimer, Ted Rubin, Brian Kramer, Sean Thomas, and more. He's also an accomplished blogger and contributor to the Huffington Post, Influensive, Pursuit, Addicted to Success, and Business.com. We will talk about all of this and so many more things on today's show. And with that in mind, here is my very, very special guest, Matt Crane. Matt, how are you today?
2: I'm great. Can you guys
1: hear me all right? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, so one thing to add, Brian, is that I'm also the sales and marketing manager with Rush Impact Marketing and Rush Impact Media. Really excited about that partnership and what we're able to do for so many awesome businesses, entrepreneurs, and um, automotive dealerships across the country.
1: That's fantastic. Gotta love that. Uh, let me ask you, Matt. Uh, let's let's just dive back into your background a little bit. Uh, because this is one thing that I normally ask toward the beginning of the show. I think it's important that we have a sense of where you were and maybe some of the things that you overcome and what brought you to your present place. Because not everyone starts at level 10. <laughs> most of us start much further down the ladder than that. How did your, begin, your start begin?
2: You know, I think it was – I knew at a very early age um, that um, I, I just was different than most people. Um, I knew that I was – I had a lot more ambition – I I come from a a family of of people that that understood hard work and dedication. So I had great examples growing up, Brian. Um, Both my grandfathers were veterans of uh, World War II and the Korean War. And, um, you know, then honestly, one of my my biggest uh, examples of hard work and dedication has been my father. And um, just always knowing that uh, nothing's ever going to be given to you. you got to absolutely work for everything you want. And sometimes you don't have to know everything that you need to know in order to achieve the things you want to achieve. What happens is is that the harder you work and the more determined and dedicated you are to that craft, you're naturally going to gain more experience. But what you're also going to do is you're going to gain more credibility along the way and more opportunities are going to open up to you. So I I just knew early on that I had a different gear and that um, I had to exploit that, if you will, in order to really get ahead. Because I grew up with with a family that, hey, my dad had a great job, but also had two sisters and, and a mother that was fortunate enough to stay at home. And so while he had, he made a great income, um, we lived very modestly. And so, um, I had to, I had to get on the, the athletic field and absolutely work for everything I had in order to, to start achieving bigger things.
1: What sports did you play?
2: Uh, and I played every sport that there was to think of, but uh, I played basketball, football in high school, uh, Richland high school, big shout out to, uh, to the folks there in Lynnville, Tennessee. Uh, but Richland high school is where I played. I was a basketball football And baseball player and then was actually um, awarded both a football and baseball scholarship to college
1: where'd you go to college
2: started out at a liberal arts college in lambeth university in jackson tennessee and then was very fortunate to um, be able to actually transfer to ncaa uh, and play for the university of north alabama in florence alabama go lions
1: all right there you go that's fantastic so you knew that you always wanted something more for your life than you thought you would have did that path also include being an entrepreneur was that something that had crossed your mind?
2: yeah you know and, and it's funny because I don't think that I knew that I was stepping into the entrepreneurial world when I was playing sports I think I was just doing something that I love to do but what when I look back on it now I do think that, um, playing sports was my first real look into what it was to be an entrepreneur. I have an entrepreneurial spirit because I had to show up when no one wanted, uh, when no one was going to push me to show up, I had to stretch myself past limits that I thought possible. And honestly, my playing time was directly affected or enhanced by my own hard work and abilities. So when I look back on it now, um, playing sports was my first real journey in entrepreneurship. And I've always had that bug Um, I've always dreamed big, Brian. I've always set big, ambitious goals. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that being an entrepreneur is something that I've always wanted to achieve, but maybe just never had the guts to fully go all in and do it, especially early on.
1: What is it that triggered you to jump away from the corporate world and finally do that?
2: Well, when I started to, um, the the first thing that, that really got me going, Brian, was my wife and I were living in Amarillo, Texas. I was working in the oil business. And my first son was born and that was my first taste of what the corporate world was all about. I was making great money. We had a great lifestyle, but, um, I still had to answer to someone. And so the day, the day that my son was born, I was able to walk my son down to the nursery, kind of like that, you know, first dad duty, if you will. And I was able to walk, walk, uh, my son down, uh, to the nursery. And then I get a phone call that I had to go to New Mexico. Um, I made all the appropriate phone calls to see if there was anyone else that could take my place, anyone else that was willing to go. And unfortunately nobody would do that because my son was born two days before Thanksgiving, um, that particular year in 2010. And so I wasn't able to bring my home, bring my son home from the hospital or my wife. And, um, uh, I think that that was when it started to switch gears for me
1: wow. that,
2: um, <clears throat> there's bigger things important in life. And, uh, You know, Brian, another story is, is that my dad spent his entire life working his tail off, making sure that we had uh, clothes on our back, food on the table. And uh, I remember him telling me, you know, son, you can't take those things with you. Um, Don't be like your dad and look back and wonder how your kids got so grown.
1: Yeah. And uh,
2: I, I think for me, that's when the gear started to shift.
1: No, no doubt. I certainly understand that. So what were the early days of your business like? How did you get started? What kinds of obstacles did you face?
2: So I got started in uh, 2014, late 2014. I was introduced to a a, a live stream application called Periscope. And um, so, Brian, I had no products. I had no planners. I I didn't write a book. I didn't have a program, a, a fancy webinar. I had none of that. I literally started pressing play on this application called Periscope. I had one viewer the first Periscope. I had zero viewers the second Periscope. And I had three view- uh, one viewer the third Periscope. Wow. And it was the fourth Periscope when I was actually doing a review of a book that I had read by Grant Cardone called The 10X Rule. Yes. That, that Grant Cardone actually showed up on that particular Periscope. What? Um, he sh- wow. He, sh- he shared it out. And uh, I now went live to over 10,000 people. And that's when things started to really, uh, really materialize. Um, people started to ask me more questions. They started to inquire more about my background. And um, from there, I started to create more of a, of a mentorship and accountability type um, setting and really started doing more um, accountability and mentoring and teaching programs on Periscope that transitioned into a uh, gentleman. I'll give him a shout out named Casey Buckingham out of Dyersburg, Tennessee. Um, I launched The the Power of Great, Your Current Situation is Not Your Defining Moment. I actually said that on a live stream Periscope, and uh, he called me right after it was over with and became my first business coaching client.
1: That is fantastic. And I'll tell you what, one connection can represent a huge quantum leap, right?
2: Absolutely. And it was huge. And all it did was, all it did was, was really start to jumpstart um, what, uh, what became very, very, very important uh, in launching that business coaching, mentoring, and training uh, program without question.
1: That is so awesome. So we've got a couple of minutes to our first break. Let me just ask you, what does it mean to step up your game?
2: It means getting uncomfortable. You know, anybody can be taught how to do something, but you have to get uncomfortable to really learn anything. And I think that when you want to step your game up, it's understanding that you got to dummy down you know-it-all. Know you have to uh, get uncomfortable. You have to be put in situations where you aren't going to succeed. You have to be put around people that you don't know. You have to be put around people that have made more money, that have created more business, that have done better things. And that environment that creates you being uncomfortable forces you to step your game up because nobody wants to stand out as the sore thumb. Everybody wants to stand out as bringing value, or they simply eliminate themselves. So I think getting uncomfortable is the number one rule to step in your game up.
1: And that probably is a huge reason why some people succeed and many don't, because lots of people are not willing to be uncomfortable, because it's uncomfortable, right?
2: Absolutely. And and for the most part, um, a lot of people that pretend that they know it all or pretend that they can do it all get exposed in those moments of being uncomfortable. And that's why many people are afraid to do that.
1: Absolutely. We are coming up on our first break. My very special guest this week is Matt Crane, and we will dive into so many more topics as we go on through this hour. We'll talk about branding, how he got such a huge social media following, how he creates clients in his business, and so much more. We will be right back after the break. This is Success Profiles. Please stay with us. Don't go away. Be right back. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The healthy climate stress support supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo, it'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. United States, with quality programming, this is TokiNet Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? We're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Matt Crane, uh, business owner, branding expert. He also has a podcast called The Power of Great, which we will talk about later in the show. Once again, if you uh, want to listen to the replay of this episode or any other episode, you can go to successprofilesradio.com. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes anytime you want for free. So, Matt, let's talk about the importance of branding. It's a word that people throw around. It's a huge buzzword. How important is it? What is it? Probably first of all, because there are probably things that branding is and branding is not
2: Well, you know, I was on a I, I did a podcast interview and I, and I'll repeat what what my guest, Ferrah Mears has said, A status can change the world, and when you think about branding is that with the just explosion of social media, live video, and the fact that everything is available to you instantaneously. Branding is truly you elevating the status of either yourself, your brand, or your product. Because at the end of the day, what really has to happen with so many things to choose from, how fast the marketplace is, you have to stand out and leave a uh, leave an impression. And so um, that impression is your branding, okay? When you think about Nike, what do you think about? Just do it. Okay? Or the swoosh, right? Yes. When you think about Apple, what do you think about?
1: The Apple with the bite taken out of it.
2: Okay. So what's that? That's branding. Yes. So, and let's talk about the power of branding in one simple term. Do we use the word MP3 player anymore?
1: Um, I don't think I've heard it in a while.
2: But do do you use the term iPod? Yes. When you have a smartphone, do you call it a smartphone or an iPhone? iPhone. So when you think about those terms, branding – I I think for, especially in the South, the universal term for soda is Coke. (laughs) Yes. I want to go get a Coke.
1: Okay, I think we might have just lost our guest. We'll try and get him back. Uh, We're talking about branding and a lot of other really wonderful things. And I'll tell you what, Matt has done a really great job in his career of getting his business going, and we're exploring that uh, in this interview. I'm going to ask him when he comes back uh, how he developed such a huge social media following, because as I alluded to in the introduction, he has amassed a follower, a following of over 100,000 followers across all of his platforms. We'll also talk about his Power of Great podcast, which he launched uh, about six months ago. He's interviewed some amazing people. One of those amazing people is Jeffrey Gittimer, who I've also had on my show as well a couple of years ago. He was my 100th guest, and he also was featured in a book that I did uh, three years ago called Success Profiles: Mental Toughness and Sales. And I'll tell you what. Jeffrey Gittermer was so engaging, charming, and funny. Tells it like it is. Just no holds barred whatsoever. We're hoping to get Matt back here very, very shortly. And uh, we'll just keep going here for just a second. I talked about the power of coaching a little bit in my intro. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring that up is because one of my past guests, uh, Brandon Adams, has started uh, an accelerator influencer uh, program recently where he's going to he's he's going to help people uh, become great great influencers and uh, it's going to be fantastic to be a part of his program and, and it's all about ramping up your business it's all about masterminding but that's going to be a really fantastic show in fact Brent Brennan Adams is going to come back for his third appearance sometime in the near future we'll talk about that he also uh, with his business partner Greg Rollett Put together a show called Ambitious Adventures. It's a reality TV show where he and Greg went around the country interviewing entrepreneurs who are making a difference in their community. And uh, it's a reality show where he uh, they interviewed a bunch of really great people. It's going to debut in February. I don't know exactly. I think it's going to be on Apple TV and a few outlets, sort of like that. But that's going to be really, really amazing. But I'll tell you what: if you have a an opportunity to get a coach. Or an opportunity to be in a mastermind—it's really great because in Thinking Growth, Napoleon Hill talks about the power of masterminding as an opportunity for two or more people who agree for a common purpose uh, to uh, advance their lives, their businesses, or whatever purpose that they that they have. Okay, it looks like Matt is back. Welcome back, Matt.
2: Yeah. So you know, you know, at the end of the day, I think branding is really the, is really that lasting impression. You know, whether it's a song, whether it's an image, um, or whether it's a a quote. You know, I think for me, guys, when when you hear your current situation is not your defining moment, you're automatically going to think about Matt Crane and the power of great.
1: That's awesome. Fantastic. Let me ask you, because you have such a huge social media following, how did you get that going? Uh,
2: you know, honestly, I think it is um, very, very simple for me to put into terms is that I um, leveraged my relationships And I will tell you right away that not only did I create good content that people could watch, listen to and observe and, and, and retain. But as I started to create relationships with people, I made sure that, that those relationships also coincided with what I was wanting to accomplish through my social media following. So as I shared information out, it was information that my audience could resonate with and it helped me gain more credibility. I wasn't, you know, uh, telling my audience that I was a, a father and a, and, and a husband and and wholesome and then sending them to something where all they were going to hear was a bunch of explicits, a bunch of curse words, um, you know, and, and, and degr- degrading information. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: and so um, that uh, – I think that was something that helped me out. And then quite frankly, Brian, it's um, just understanding how after every interaction that I would have with someone – um i asked him how can i bring them value i just didn't take all their you know i didn't take their time or their appreciation you know i, I talked about how grant cardone came onto my periscope shared it out to over 10,000 people well i went right back to him and said how can i provide you value and um he just he just said hey the more people that know about me the better i'm going to be and so i began sharing his information talking more about his products and the products that made sense to me and um making sure that I reciprocated that appreciation. And as my audience grew, um, then the times that he would share me with other people grew. So it was a reciprocating, uh, it was a reciprocating relationship. And I think when you think about it in the most part, um, that's really what's going to help anybody grow their social media following is how are you providing value back to the audience that you're hoping to stay with you?
1: Absolutely. So how do you create clients in your business?
2: Um, you know, so there's multitude of ways I I make cold calls every single day. Uh, I follow up every single day, but I have a ton of clients that are created through social media and marketing. You know, um, the folks at our, our group at rush impact media, and rush impact marketing, um, you know, we provide cutting edge information, cutting edge technology for your websites, for your business, for your social media management, uh, for your social media profiles, um, you know, uh, we also offer Snapchat geo filters, which I think is pretty cool. So it's almost like creating your own commercial. And so every single day that a piece of comment comes online and I'll give people, um, if you don't mind, Brian, I'd love to kind of give people a, a, a client hack, if you will. Sure. So, Brian, I'm sure that you've written a post on Facebook before and somebody's went on and liked that post, right? Of course. Or maybe they've commented on that post, correct? Yes. How many times have you gone back to that person and said, thank you for liking my comment? Um, Do you mind me asking what about the content is it that you like the most?
1: I occasionally thank people for, for liking and commenting. I have not very often taken the time to ask why they liked it.
2: So when you think about those things, what social media really allows you to do, it allows you to instantaneously find out who's drawing to your information. You know, I have some people that, man, the minute I put a post up, they like it right away. Well, I know that they're not reading the post. They're just liking it because it's me. Right. But here's the other thing. How many times have you gone in and clicked on the little thumbs up button that was on your Facebook and saw how many people liked your post that weren't already your friends?
1: It happens occasionally.
2: So have you ever inquired how they found out about you?
1: You know what? I haven't.
2: So when you think about drawing business... For me, that was a huge tool, was, hey, I just want to know, how did you find out about me? Who who shared me with you, and what is it about my information that you like? How can I continue to provide you value? And then, boom, what happens is is now they're a lead. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, so, so I definitely drive people through social media. The podcast is a huge lead magnet because every time someone comes on a podcast episode, Brian, you've done this for over five years, so you know, that not, o- not only are you introducing me to your network, but now I'm also going to be able to introduce you and your show to my network.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, and, that, that, and I'll be on your show at some point, too. We're talking about that?
2: Yes, absolutely. So then you have that. And then I'll tell everybody, if you're a brand, if you're in business, if you're a, a, an influencer, an entrepreneur, and you do not have a website that you can drive people to. You know, I have my own website, IamMattCrane.com, which really talks about my blogs and my podcast. But I'm so thankful that I also have the team at Rush Impact Marketing that I can drive people to a product site. And so now you always have a touch point on what Matt's doing, what's Matt's services, and how Matt can help you. And all it does, it just lines up across the board and it just drives people to them. Um, you know, one last piece of advice that I'll tell you is that I'm launching an ebook called The Power of Your Personal Brand, which now is going to become an opt-in, Brian. So... Now, as people want to download that free ebook, then they they opt in to download that ebook, and it also gives me an opportunity to, to provide them with more emails and more follow ups on things that we're doing at Rush Impact, things that's happening with the Power Grip Podcast. So there's just multitude of ways, but I think most people get lost in trying to find that one million dollar push. When in reality, it's very simple. If Brian, if you liked my, if you liked anything that I ever did on a post, I'm going to follow up with you and find out why you liked it. And then I want to find out how I can continue to provide you more value and eventually look to offer you something I can sell you or help improve your business or your life.
1: Yeah, and you have to be able to do that without being creepy because I've liked people's uh, posts about, fitness transformations with their clients, and and just because I like a post doesn't mean I want to talk to you about becoming a client, so <laughs> you have to be winsome about it, absolutely. So we will be coming up against our break here very, very shortly. My very special guest is Matt Crane, and there are so many more things that we can talk about, and we will get to a lot of that right after the break in fact i'm going to ask him next about cio magazine that he's going to be uh contributing to very very shortly and that's going to be exciting and i'm going to ask him about why people don't follow through on their commitments and why that's so hard and a multitude of other topics as well we'll be right back this is success profiles radio please stay with us
0: is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online
2: and offline for free? Smartguy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com.
1: Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand?
0: Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Matt Crane. And before the break, I spoke about how Matt was uh, was going to be involved with CIO magazine and actually the real truth is he's being featured in it. And so I misspoke about that. And I do apologize, Matt, but tell us uh, what involvement you have there with, with that in terms of how you're being featured.
2: You know, Brian, I'm really excited about that. And, and, And to piggyback on what we talked about earlier in the show is that I would have never been discovered by that magazine had I not pressed the button on that very first Periscope live video. So What happened is that uh, over the holiday weekend after Christmas, right before New Year, I opened up my email and I had an email from the the editors and uh, team there at CIO Magazine, which is a magazine that is uh, across the United Kingdom and the United States. Uh, It's been featured in Tech Week, uh, Newsweek, TechCrunch, and it has over 30 million monthly subscribers. But uh, I was selected and the Power of Great podcast was selected as one of the top 25 podcasts to listen to in 2017. And I officially did my interview with them today, and I'm really excited about that to come out. And uh, I think it's just a testament to everything we've done in 2016, all the heartaches, all the all the trial and error moments, Brian. Um, and to, to start off 2017 to, to be featured as one of the top podcasts to listen to in 2017 sure does mean a lot.
1: Absolutely, and we'll talk more about the Power of Great podcast in our final segment. I want to ask, though, because you have also contributed to so many great publications and websites like Influensive and Addicted to Success and a few others. How did that happen for you, and how has that impacted your business?
2: Well, um, it all came off the stems. Once again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it all came off the stems, Brian, of, of getting out, getting online, building an audience, and the Power of Great podcast. Um, you know Brian D. Evans, that that is the owner and founder of Influensive. Uh, he was a guest on the show, and, and and I had reached out to him and mentioned that uh, would he take a look at a couple of the blog articles that I had written on Medium and on LinkedIn, and would he mind providing me with some feedback on how I could get better? And out of nowhere, he loved a couple of the articles, and he said, Hey, I'd love for you to write for Influensive. So nice. boom, opened up Influensive, and then from there. Um, There's some amazing writers that are already inside of Influensive that uh, contribute to so much information and knowledge. And from there, I was able to create a a relationship with um, some folks that gave me the access to uh, be able to now become a publisher for um, a contributor for the Huffington Post, Pursuit.com, Case Kenny, uh, Addicted to Success, Joe Brown. And I just recently was um, awarded the opportunity to write for Business.com.
1: Nice. That's awesome. And all of this started because you hit play that very first time.
2: All this came from uh, me hitting, hitting the broadcast button on Periscope and uh, starting that journey.
1: Absolutely. Great. Lots of people are afraid to hit the go button. Why do you think that is?
2: Because once again, I think that it forces people to get uncomfortable and, you know, it's easy to sit behind your desk and create a video that can go viral. It's hard to be able to show up day after day and do it live And not only do it live, Brian, but be able to consistently provide valuable content day after day and do it in a way that uniquely sets you apart from other people. And there's not a lot of people in the world that can do that, um, especially if they haven't created hundreds and millions of dollars worth of uh, um, business or whether they've created hundreds of millions of dollars of, of acquisitions. So I think that's why a lot of people are afraid to, to get online and do it. But the other side of that, too, Brian, is that it exposes, it, it exposes their more humanistic side. Yeah. So a lot of people are afraid to be embarrassed online. They don't want to get online, and they're afraid that, that some people might show up and speak negatively of them or they might down them. Um, but in, at the end of the day, um, I think they're missing out on a bigger play.
1: Absolutely. And it requires you to be mentally tough to put yourself out there and put up with that. So how do you develop that?
2: Well, you know, you've got to you've just got to build that thick skin. But I think with more opportunities that you're online, that you're putting yourself out there. What you're doing is you're creating more confidence and your confidence is really the foundation to everything that you want to achieve. The more confident you are in anything, the better you're going to be able to face down detractors. You're also going to be able to find people that are going to be more um, promotive, uh, uh, more promoters, if you will, of your work. But you're also going to find people that are going to be able to stand behind you more because you're showing them that you have the confidence and the willingness to, to, to take those things head on. So I think with 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 more repetition builds more confidence, more confidence builds more skills, more skills eliminates more excuses.
1: Absolutely. So, Matt, what are your non-negotiables in life? What will you absolutely not put up with?
2: I will not put up with um, anyone that wants to try to take time away from my family um, is that. My family is the most important thing that I have. They they are the the people that have been there with me from day one. Um, I won't settle for complacency, and um, I won't settle for anyone that wants to put themselves above others. Um, I've can tell you firsthand that I've put my own selfish needs and wants at times above um, other people, and all that all it does is it it creates a selfish attitude. It creates a selfish aura. And there's a lot of selfish people who are very lonely.
1: Absolutely. And on the flip side, in terms of non-negotiables, what must you have in your life to make yourself happy and successful?
2: Well, what you must have, number one, is you must have balance. There's a fine balance that that, that entrepreneurship and, and and anyone that's looking to improve their life, there's a fine balance that they have to have um, in understanding time with family and then time with your clients and your work. So you've got to have balance. you got to have a, a great balance. Um, You've got to have great structures in place. So, knowing where your weak spots are and building them up better than your strong points, and then more importantly, you've got to have a great, great um, uh, inner circle. You know, I, I told you. Uh, I know you and I talked offline before, Brian. But I told you, hey, in 2017, I, I got to shrink my circle. Yeah. The bi- the bigger my inner circle is, the, the less likely I am to achieve anything. So by shrinking my inner circle. Getting more particular about who I'm really taking advice from, who I'm really looking at for advice, and who I'm really leaning on for that advice is only going to make my focus that much better and and, and help me be that much stronger in in my business and, and for my clients.
1: Absolutely. And that takes a, a huge commitment to, to be able to, to do that. And speaking of commitments, uh, why do you think that people don't follow through on their commitments? I've had plenty of times where people have said that they'll do something and then they don't, and you, you find out who they are. And when someone shows you who they are, believe them, right?
2: Yes. Well, I think that there's, you know, that's, that's a loaded question, honestly, sure. Brian. Um, and, and I, I will speak from, from my personal experience. So, I think at the times when I didn't follow through with my commitments is because I wasn't hundred percent in on what it is that I had committed to. I was kind of towing the water. Maybe I wasn't confident enough that I could get it done. Maybe I really didn't want to do it. I just said that I would hoping that I wouldn't hurt somebody's feelings, or maybe I hadn't asked better questions. And, and, and after I had committed to it, I realized that, Hey, maybe I didn't have the right tools. So now I would say that if I'm dealing with anyone or if I'm working with anyone and they're not following through on the commitments, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's more of arrogance. You know, if you don't know something, just say that you don't know something. If you need help doing something, just say you need help. And if you can't get something done, just simply say that you can't do it by just saying yeah all the time, I think just kind of shows a level of arrogance and it builds a, uh, it kind of builds in, uh, you know, insincerity. And over time it'll kill your career.
1: Yeah, seems like there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence, don't you think?
2: Oh, without question. Hey, at 18 years old, everything I'm saying now, I would I'd be considered arrogant. At at 34, I'm the most confident person in the room. And, and how'd that wh- happen? Through experiences, you know, people will respect more what you do than they will what you say. And so, at 18, I haven't experienced a lot in life. At 34, I've experienced a lot more. I've a lot more. But I want to I take this a step further, Brian, if you don't mind. Sure. I, I have failed a lot more in public by doing live videos, by being more transparent, by showing people uh, throughout social media and the world the more inner workings of, of who Matt is and where I came from and how all my um, progression has been through hard work, determination and ma- making right decisions by meeting right people. Guess what happens? now they're, see, they're seeing me fail forward. And what happens is when I stand up in a room now and I tell you I want to be the very best, there are going to be some that's going to say that's pretty cocky and pretty arrogant. But for the most part, there's going to be a lot more that are going to stand up and say, I'm with you. And I yeah. believe
1: you. That's awesome. And you know when you talk about fear, it seems like the healing component to all of that, whether it's you know, failures of yourself and failures of other people, it seems like the healing component of all of that is forgiveness. How important is that?
2: Oh, forgiveness is huge. But but I would even say um, I would, you know, I would say not even forgiveness, Brian, but I would say um, forgetfulness. Right. You just got to forget what happens. You know, Um, if I make a mistake, I don't necessarily need Brian to forgive me more than I need Brian to forget about it because he sees me already trying to correct it or he sees me facing it head on and not having to make an excuse Um, you know, I think that there's times where we mess up and and, and we go to somebody and say, Hey, I apologize for making this mistake. And they say, Hey, no problem. It's okay. When in reality, if we were to say, Hey, Brian, you know what? I know that I messed this up here, but I've already taken the steps to do this, 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 and this. And you're more likely to appreciate that moving out of a failure than you would for somebody just saying they're sorry. So I'd say, not only do I want people to forgive, but I certainly want to have a baseline understanding of, of to forget, forget about my failures because they don't make a difference in how you move forward.
1: Yeah. We've got less than two minutes to our final break. So let me just ask you about relationship building and more specifically earning the right to ask for a sale, because some people, especially on social media, they ask for the sale way too soon.
2: Well, so building a relationship is, is the new currency. And, um, you know, um, Ted Rubin told me that is that, um, so, If I truly want to create more money, I'm going to have to impact you with more value. I'm going to have to create more value, which means you have to have, you have to put more meaning on our relationship. So I think what happens with most people, especially these dot comers who are creating these 30, 60, 90 day power plans to six figures, they've got it all wrong. They're just wanting you to sign up for their email, get on their email list, download their webinar so they can sell you a product. When in reality, I want to take, 5, 10, 15 days to really cultivate a relationship with you. And then after those 15 days of you constantly coming back to my content, my information, telling me what works, what doesn't work and what value you see me providing. Then I want to find out, well, what will it take me, Brian, to be able to do this for you long term and help your business succeed?
1: Absolutely. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. This has been a really fast-paced hour. I mean, we're just touching on a lot of things, and I'm very grateful for that. After the break, we will talk about Matt's podcast called The Power of Great. We'll talk about some of the great guests he's had, how he connects with high-profile people. I will ask him about his morning routine, and I'll ask him about the books that have been influential to him and so much more. We will come right back after this final break. Be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Don't go away. The TogiNet Radio Network, broadcasting quality
0: programming to the world. It's merging. Are you a cheese lover? Then you would be called a quesophile. Cheese has been around a long time. In fact, the remains of cheese were found in Egyptian tombs over 4,000 years ago. The United States produces 25% of the world's cheese, while the largest consumer is Greece. If you're an average American, you'll eat 27 pounds of cheese per year. A cheese factory in Wisconsin is the only place still making the famously stinky Limburger cheese. The pungent odor comes from the bacteria that live in the rind. Apparently, mosquitoes are attracted to Limburger cheese. This could make anyone a tyrophobiac That's a person who's afraid of cheese. They say it's the early bird that gets the worm, but it's the second mouse that gets the cheese. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
1: And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and down the stretch they come. This is our final segment. My very special guest is Matt Crane. His show is called The Power of Great. So, Matt, tell us how you decided to start that, maybe some of the great guests you've had, and how you connect with these high-profile people.
2: Yeah, so, so once again, not to beat a dead horse here, Brian, but um, I was on, a, I was on a, a Periscope live stream. I was doing um, one of my uh, live streams. I was talking about um, some different topics and, um, actually one of the viewers that was watching the live stream said, that's it, Matt, what you just said right there, that's your show, the power of great. Cause I guess I had, re- I had, uh, re- or I had recycled that particular phrase over and over and over again. I went back <clears throat> and, and here's, what's great about things, Brian, is that, um, out of all the comments and, and things that are typed into Periscope, they only stay on the screen for a good 10, 15 seconds. And as you type, they push them up. So for whatever reason, I looked down at that moment and saw that particular comment. I went back and listened to it, and I realized that every time I said the power of great, your current situation is not your defining moment, comments went through the roof. And it was almost like, okay, there's something there. What what was it that I said that resonated with people? And then I started to think, you know what? At the end of the day, if you're really trying to do better in life, not only yourself, but if you're really trying to create better relationships – if you're trying to become a better husband, a better father, a better brother, sister, employee, boss, entrepreneur, then you always have to look at the next best thing you can do, which means your current situation can never define you. And that's when I knew the Power Grid was born. And um, I gave a phone call to my buddy, Jeremy Warner, who's the CEO of Russian Impact Media and Marketing, which I'm also a part of that team. And I walked my driveway with him in uh march of 2016 um and we talked for over an hour we started to brainstorm we started to game plan we started to conceptualize we started to come up with um marketing ideas and um the next thing you know um from march until june when we launched the show um the power great was born and what i did brian was i immediately started to go back to all the different influencers that I had created relationships with that I had built value with and that um, I know that I had supported from a, not only from a consumer base, but from a, a, um, from a fan base. You know, how did I help promote their shows? How did I help promote them? And I went back to um, three people that meant the most to me at at the very beginning, which was Anthony Cochran, Ebong Eka, and a gentleman named Frank Silas. These three people, Uh, had gotten behind me very early on in my live streaming game and had supported me and promoted me to no end. And they were my first three guests on the show, which allowed me to do three very particular things, Brian. One, it allowed me to be comfortable because I knew them. It also allowed me to ask deeper and more meaningful questions. And it also allowed me to provide maximum value to my audience. So not only was I creating a podcast, but I was learning how to become a better interviewer and a better uh, question uh, taker and a better listener. And uh, from there, things just exploded. Now, in terms of connecting with with influencers, it's all about what kind of value are you going to bring. Because let's be honest, these big-time influencers don't necessarily um, – see us all the time, Brian. They don't necessarily see all of our content because there's so many people trying to get in front of them. But what do we, but what do we possess that they want more than anything?
1: What do they possess?
2: We possess the buying economy that they want to get in front of. Yes. So at the end of the day, they might be sitting on that 1% pedestal, but it's our community. It's people like us every single day that are seeking them out. So when they have an opportunity to get at our level, and when I'm saying our level, I'm not talking about step down because that's not how they think. But when they're able to get a bird's eye view of who we are and we're able to share them directly with the people buying their product already, that's powerful stuff, Brian. And then here's the cool thing. When we're also able to teach them something. I can't tell you how many times I've had some amazing guests on the show. I had Grant Cardone on the show. And I was so honored to have him on my podcast during his launch of Be Obsessed to Be Average. He picked my podcast as one of the podcasts to come on during pre-launch of his book. And I asked him a question and he said, you know what? You just made me tap into something there. Do you know how powerful that is? Yeah. And so what happens is now when people come back and they listen to that episode and they see that you just made one of the greatest salespeople on planet Earth think about something that maybe he's never thought about it puts you in a whole different category. And now other influencers want to know more about you. They start paying a little bit more attention to you. But Brian, let's take it a step further here, buddy. What would have happened if I would have quit on that one show? If I'd have let that, that moment define me, it would have been nothing. It would have meant for nothing. I had to come back stronger. I had to come back harder and I had to to come back with even more consistency. And I, and I bring people like Jeffrey Gittimer. I've brought people like Amber Aziza, who's a superstar rising entrepreneur, I've had people like Sean Thomas Ask a Millionaire, Ted Rubin, Brian Kramer. Um, I'm also going to be announcing some even bigger names in 2017 that I I can't release right now. But, I mean, you you ask him questions every single day on his show. Um, And all I'm going to say is that it's all because I'm not afraid anymore, Brian, to be the power of great. I just didn't create the power of great for a gimmick. I truly believe that everything I can bring to your business, to the marketplace, and to your life can help you generate the power of great for yourself.
1: Absolutely. And, and uh, I've got plans for great guests in 2017 as well. I will tease one because it's confirmed uh, in less than a month I will be having an Olympic athlete on my show. And I'm so excited. That's going to be an amazing, amazing experience. So let me ask you, Matt, what is your morning routine like?
2: 5 a.m. every morning, I'm up out of bed. I have to beat my children out of bed because usually that one hour between 5 to 6 is the only hour I might get to myself throughout the course of the day. But um, I'm very big on I wake up at 5 a.m. and, um, you know, then I sit down. And right now I'm reading from a book written by my friend Joe Calm called So What Do You Do? Discovering the Genius Next Door with One Simple Question. So I always read every single morning. And here's the difference. I'm different than most people. I might read um, this book today and then I might turn around and read The Closer Survival Guide by Grant Cardone tomorrow. It really depends on what do I need to help with the most today? What's going to help me be the most beneficial today? Then I always take a look at my goals. I make sure that my goals are another thing that not only that I look at, but that I write down. And then I, uh, I literally just prepare my workstation at home. Make sure that I have everything that I need, that I'm prepared for the day. I'm, I'm looking back over my notes. And then, um, and then, quite honestly, I eat breakfast with my children and my family. Make sure that I have that time. And um, that's every single day for me, even on the weekends. I'm up doing the same thing every single day.
1: How important is prayer, uh, prayer and meditation?
2: Uh, you know, it's probably one of the most powerful things you can possess. You know, during the, the, the meditation part for me is definitely during my reading time. Because yes. I have to get quiet, um, you know. In, in the entrepreneurial world, you'll hear this word mind. You'll hear this term mind expansion. Well, the only way you're ever going to expand your mind is if you spend time in it, and the only way you're going to spend time in your mind is to get quiet, get away from all the noise, and get and get more in tune with yourself. It's called becoming self aware. It's one of the most important things you will ever do for yourself.
1: Absolutely. What's your best advice to someone who wants to create success?
2: uh, be abnormal. You know, when you see your friends on a Saturday night, going to a club, you don't need to go because you, you didn't hit a goal today. Um, if you see your friends or want to take a weekend trip and you didn't complete your goals, or maybe you want to create a different income for yourself, then you need to be abnormal. Uh, you know, if you, all your friends, while they're not willing to get online and expose themselves and start creating a brand, you need to be abnormal and do those things. And I think that the more abnormal you're willing to become, the more uncomfortable you're willing to get, the more success you will start to create because you are now opening up opportunities for yourself that you never thought possible.
1: That is absolutely brilliant. What do you think your superpower is?
2: Oh, man, I think my superpower is my connectivity. I have a a uncanny and natural ability to connect with people very quickly Um, I feel like people feel comfortable around me. They become more honest around me and I'm able to generate a much deeper and meaningful relationship than most people in a shorter amount of time. So I would, I would say my connectivity is my superpower.
1: Awesome. Awesome. What's the scariest thing you've ever done?
2: The scariest thing that I've ever done is become a dad. Mm. Um, well, let me, let me take a step further. Change a diaper for the first time. Okay, then (laughs) that's the scariest thing I've ever done.
1: We probably don't need to go any further with that. <laughs> I, are, I
2: would say it's self-explanatory.
1: Absolutely. We are coming to the end of the show. We have less than three minutes to go. So, Matt, I will ask you the question that I ask everyone at the end. Who inspires and motivates you?
2: Two people. My my father inspires and motivates me to no end. And then um, Stephen Covey wrote a book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And it's the most powerful and inspirational book that I've ever read so if I can uh, even remotely start to to um, be thought of in the terms of my father and Stephen Covey, then my life will uh, my life will be worth uh, a lot more than I ever thought possible.
1: Absolutely. What's your website again, and and your giveaway for our audience, please?
2: Yeah. So there's two websites I want you guys and gals to definitely go visit. It's www.rushimpact.com. That's for our social media website and our staffed events, our direct mail campaigns that we do for all your business needs and for your um, social media needs. And then IamMattCrane.com is my personal website that I want you to visit for up-to-dates on the Power Great podcast as well as different blogs. And I will be launching very soon two things. One, I'll be launching an ebook called The Power of Your Personal Brand that you will be able to d- uh, download at both of those websites. And then I am going to be launching my very first book, called The Power of Great, how I became, how I went from being broke with talent to becoming rich with skills, and be looking for that no later than February.
1: That is fantastic. Any final words of wisdom for us, Matt?
2: Yes, your current situation is not your defining moment. you got to get over to my podcast, The Power of Great. You can get it on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. When I say that your current situation is not your defining moment, I mean that. I don't care if you have a dollar in the bank or if you have $1 million in the bank, if you wake up every single day knowing that that today is going to be a drop in the bucket on the definition of your life, then you will start moving the needle so much more definitively than you ever thought possible. Stop being normal, create abnormal behaviors, and you'll start reaping abnormal benefits.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, Matt, so much for being on the show. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend.
2: Hey, likewise, Brian, thank you so very much. And I can't wait to have you on my show as well.
1: Awesome. Fantastic. This has been Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week was Matt Crane. Check out The Power of Great. It's a great show. And uh, check out his his website, IamMattCrane.com and also RushImpact.com. Is that right?
2: Yes, yes. RushImpact.com and IamMattCrane.com.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us every Monday at six PM Eastern, where I interview the most successful and amazing people in the world to learn their secrets of success, what they overcame, and how we can glean their lessons and apply them to our own lives. And until next week, you have a fantastic day, a fantastic week. Be excellent to each other. You all have a good one. Thank Take you care, everybody. Bye. A fan of success
0: Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to-